Hello and welcome to the 4 Comic Junkies podcast. When the comics aren't enough and you need a little extra fix. I'm your host, JJ Hodges, and it is April Fool's Day. You don't know what we're doing today, do you? Just kidding, if you read the description, we are talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, We've had two weeks to sort of absorb it and uh, process, and uh, we're going to talk about it. Really great opportunity for an April Fool's, because you could have said, today we're going to be talking about Joss Whedon's Justice League, and then you could have been like, April Fool's. I would never say that, because I would never want to talk about Joss Whedon's work. Hey, Even though we have a couple of Buffy episodes planned down the line. <clears throat> anyway, we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Uh, today, we have returning guest, uh, Jesse James. Mm, that's me. It is. And uh, first timer, uh, Jesse's cousin and a very good friend of mine, Ashley McGee. Hello. Oh, it's your first I feel one. like we're cousins, too. You should have just yeah, messed up. We're pretty much cousins. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. If uh, cousins were not blood, <laughs> I mean, I guess cousins don't have to be blood. You're a cousin from another blood. <laughs> anyway. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, Zack Snyder's Justice League dropped on HBO Max a couple weeks ago. Uh, we all got together and watched it. We had some pizza, we had some drinks, we had some laughs. And then four hours later, we were all very happy. It, it was... Um, suffice, suffice it to say, uh, way better than the, uh, Justice League, as it's affectionately <laughs> called online, or ineffectionately called online, as I should say. Uh, so let's, let's start real quick, uh, overall thoughts here. Ashley, your overall thoughts. Um, overall, I think, well, I think Joss Whedon... I don't even know, like, really what to say about his movie. He really tried to make it more action-packed, whereas Zack Snyder's right off the bat was an emotional attachment. Mm -hmm. We got to see way more into every single one of the characters versus it being another Batman movie. Right. Um, Obviously, no complaints in that area, but, like, Hmm. I think, especially after watching this movie, Cyborg and The Flash, they deserve so much because they are the reason that Superman even came back and created the movie. So... Overall, I think it's definitely one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen, and I'll definitely watch it again, whereas the other one, I think I kind of watched it and I was one and done, whereas this one, I think I could watch it like for the rest of my life and never get bored, because there's always certain things in the movie that you probably have never seen before, unless you take it second by second. There's always little things, especially in snippets and like the future, and I love things like that, whereas the other one, it was never even, like, in the thought process. Like, we were shown what, like, could be, and then versus, like, what was happening in that moment, but it wasn't executed properly. Uh, so I loved it. Uh, that's that's a really good way to describe it. This one had uh, many, uh, much more Easter eggs for, like, whether you're a longtime DC Comics fan or even just a casual viewer, you could catch things and go, oh, I, I kind of see what they're going to do there. Oh, they're, they're, they're building towards something. Um, which is much more than you can say for the theatrical cut, uh, which isn't to, you know, to shit on the theatrical cut, although we probably will a little bit here. <laughs> uh, Jesse, your overall thoughts? Yeah, the theatrical cut was shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I really agree with Ashley that this one was more emotional. Part of me 
suspects that maybe Joss Whedon had some directives from the studio, like, hey, Avengers is really popular. Can you make this like that? Yes. <laughs> and I feel like maybe that came into play. But I loved getting to see more of every character in their in their own story. I also think if if Zack Snyder had made the original film as intended, it probably wouldn't have been four hours. It might have been like three. I feel like now that he had the opportunity to go back, he just went all out and said, "Well, fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna just really put time into this." But the runtime really didn't bother me. I didn't even feel like it it was dragging as I watched it. Uh, I really loved what he did with Steppenwolf. I loved everything from the the dark side mm. side of things. The dark side of things. <laughs> all all of that was handled in a much more interesting way for non DC fans, but also for DC fans. Like why why not have all that? Yeah. It was like it was the time. Um it's funny because, you know, when we first watched it, um, I, you know, I, how many times did I turn to you both and I said, why did they cut this? You know, yeah. mm-hmm. it there was so many bits of it that it just, it genuinely baffled me where, why would you think that, because apparently the, the directive was, at one point Warner Brothers said, this is unwatchable. And... Of Zack Snyder's original version? Yes. Which is to say, if it's four hours long, I can kind of see that if you're going to put it in a movie theater. Because it's like, who wants to sit in a movie theater for four hours? Yeah, like, but is this like a test audience decision? Or no, some producers this, this, like... this was the, the studio heads. Yeah. And, and the, the funny thing to me is that watching this version and thinking about the theatrical cut, all I can really think is like, you know what would have saved Warner Brothers a hell of a lot of money... When Zack Snyder said, I can't, you know, he had his family tragedy, he had to leave, uh, which is 100% understandable, and I'm glad he did. I think he needed that, um, and, you know, and props to him. This this version of the film is dedicated to Autumn Snyder, you know, may she rest in peace. Uh, it, all I, it's like Warner Brothers, all they really had to do is hire a fucking editor. <laughs> hire an editor to come in and go... Let's just trim it down to this, this, and this, and this, and this, and here's your two-hour movie, and we may still not have loved it as much and as we loved this. Still call it Zack Snyder's Justice League. It, it could have. It, they couldn't have. They didn't have to include Joss Whedon at all. You know, like because I felt like they brought uh, Jeff Johns in after Batman v Superman was not well received, and so he was on set helping to rewrite some stuff, and you can kind of tell even watching this version that. There's some jokes and stuff, at least to me, that feel very Jeff Johns-y. Um, and Zack Snyder is on record saying, like, I didn't mind some of the producers being there. I didn't mind them being there, helping out. That didn't bother me at all. What bothered me was when the studio had much more interference. I mean, Warner Brothers has a horrible... That makes hor- you wonder, though. Like, they, they signed Zack Snyder on, hey, you're going to make this movie. He makes it, and they're like... Well, this isn't what we wanted, and uh, you know he, the tragedy happened, but they essentially just replaced him. the The problem is, in it, it goes back to Man of Steel. I've given this a lot of thought, which is that they hired Zack Snyder, 
to make Man of Steel. And Man of Steel is already divisive. It doesn't make a whole lot of money. It's mostly successful, but not fully successful. It's not necessarily like an Iron Man where it doesn't make a lot of money, but is critically successful. Or Batman Begins doesn't make a lot of money, but is critically successful. Dude, Man of Steel is so good. Man of Steel is good. We think it's good. But there was a good chunk of critics and audiences that didn't care for it. And they doubled down on Snyder with Batman v Superman. Yeah, and that one did even <laughs> less. Yeah, well. it, it, uh, it, it made a lot of money, but not critically successful. And they were just like, okay, we gotta, we got to do a page one rewrite. But the problem is they did a page one rewrite... And the movie's already in production. <laughs> so it's like you're you're shooting yourselves in the foot and it it's just it, it was it, it was short sightedness to to the point of laughability. But then again, Warner Brothers has a track record for this. I mean, look at Batman and Robin, for God's sake. You know, they they signed off on all of that yeah, back in ninety seven. At the time, if they were like, why don't we wait? Maybe when this passes, Zach could come back. I just, it it just, like you said, short-sightedness. They wanted that money. They're like, no, we gotta pump this thing out. Let's get Joss in here. He'll make it funny. We'll give him, we'll give him pointers. Like, hey, we just, we need it to be quippy. And, oh, God. And, and the problem, terrible. The, the problem with that is that, you know, Joss Whedon's brought in to remake a movie that's already being made. So it's it's a really strange dichotomy there. Yeah. And it's and you know, Joss Whedon's a garbage human being, we can all agree on that. But I also think he was given a a Herculean task of making a you know, it, it's like it's not even making lemons out of lemonade. It's like making Lemons out of oranges. Lemonade y- out of oranges. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. Um uh, well there's, like, a couple different ways you could look at that as well. Like, I think Joss Whedon, obviously, I don't like him as a person at all. Um, but he he did this movie, and if he did not do that, we would not have gotten this four-hour cut. Oh, that's true. So, there's a huge positive... Silver lining. Yeah, there's a huge positive outcome of this, and I think what happened to Zack Snyder was, like, unfathomable. And mm. you have to kind of be like, wow, Joss Whedon actually kind of, like... He did help him, and I think Zack Snyder did thank him, but obviously, with everything that's going on now, I have don't think it's really gone back to that, but um, I wanted to kind of go into the movie more, because oh, sure. when we got to see the movie, when he included what was injustice in the end, I think that is, like, the first thing, like, I know a lot of people will just be like, oh, I love superhero movies and know nothing but the comics. Right. When they saw that, they're like, oh, what was that? Now, I think Zack Snyder opened up an entire new thing to a lot of people that will now read the comics. Yeah. And then now they'll be like, oh, well, now that I read the comics and I know, like, what could happen, that's why all these people are pushing to see the rest. You're talking they, about the alternate, alternate yeah, universe stuff? Yeah. 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 Going into Earth 2, going to see all this, the job, or when Zack Snyder, like, really wants to do, but I think if Warner Brothers ever gives in to do this, we're looking at, like, five years like, there's, there's so much more that they're trying to come out with, and it just makes me sad because I really think when Shazam came out, I was like, wow, Warner Brothers is on a roll. Shazam was great. I loved Aquaman. Like, they were 
doing so well, and then obviously the Justice League was like, eh. But then when this one came out, I'm like, there is so much more room, and then when Black Adam comes out, I think it'll just push... I think this really brought a new, like, darkness, and I think that's what Warner Brothers wanted to stay away from, and that's why they're like, oh, Joss Whedon can come in and make this as bright as the Avengers was. Mm -hmm. But now that people like this, I think it's going to be really hard for Warner Brothers to get back, like, into it, kind of. I I think to... to, uh, I agree with you, but also to somewhat counter what you're saying is that I, I wouldn't necessarily call it darkness as much as I would call it heart. Because well, that's... Well, yeah, no, it was the emotional. Like, it yeah, was so yeah. good. That, and drama. That's, yeah. that's Whereas what... Whereas is like, oh, we're superheroes. We're going to save the day. But this when your is studio like... is not backing up your director, that's where you're going to have... You're going to feel it. You know, you're going to feel it in the media. Yeah. You know, when fans start attacking it, you just agree. Like, I feel like... It's a very great The line. Warner Brothers producers have to believe in the films they're making and, and trust the director it, it's, for the project to succeed. And it, it, it's hard when, you know, it, to play devil's advocate, it's it's hard when you're giving somebody, you know, 150, yeah. 200, 300 million dollars. they have million to look at the bottom line as well. Right. But I think that at the time, what Warner Brothers wasn't seeing that we're seeing now is that, you know, we're re-watching it and all I can think is like, this doesn't feel like the Avengers at all, which is the right. best but compliment. But that's okay. I, like, exactly. Great. It's it was the best compliment enjoyable. I can give the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's there's an um, Avengers, you know, that the Joss, Joss Whedon did, the first two, had a lot of heart, had a lot of emotion, had a lot of uh, gravitas to it um, that the, the theatrical cut of Justice League did not have. Whereas this version of the movie, you know, from Cyborg's story to Flash's story, um, and even a little bit Aquaman, even though we know his story in mm-hmm. hindsight, having seen his film, um, and he, but even with uh, with Batman, he has a such a better role in this movie, because in in the theatrical cut, we're all just sort of like he's just being an asshole mm-hmm. for no reason. Well, if you look at the theatrical theatrical cut, it's basically how do we get Superman alive? And there's characters that come into play to get to that plot device. Right. They don't go into these characters. They don't make these characters interesting. I'm talking about Flash and Cyborg. It's literally, there's a there's a villain and only Superman can stop him. We got to bring him back to do it. And that's like the objective of the film. Mm-hmm. Where this one, like there's all kinds of stuff going on. Like you get to see more of Barry. I love that you got to see like the football scene. Yes. Yep. With Vic, like... And his father isn't oh there. Oh, my God. That, it's really That's, great. like, right out of the comics. Yep. And, it, like, I felt it. Yep. And I also thought it was interesting, in the theatrical cut, they really make his dad very apologetic. Like, mm-hmm. he kind of, You almost get the sense that he regrets fixing his son because his son kind of resents him. Like, he's very sorry. In this, he's, like, not. He's, like, very cold about it. Yeah. Um, even after, like... Uh, his mother passes away, and right up until the end, he I think he has a more noble, uh, you know, end of his story, where he sacrifices himself. But it's very raw. Yeah. Like the whole movie is just very raw. Uh, one one of the uh, one of the aspects of the Snyder cut that works so much better than the theatrical cut, which no one will disagree with, is Steppenwolf. 
Yeah. Like, you understand... Like, you don't agree with this villain who's a, you know, world-conquering monster, but at the very least, you get some story there. Like, at some point, you know, it's it's told that he betrayed Darkseid, so now he's banished, and he owes Darkseid, you know, 100,000 worlds. And that's so... Uh, apocalypt like the apop- apocalyptic lore. Yeah, like I totally believe that. <laughs> you know, in the theatrical, Steppenwolf shows up, and the, all the Amazons are like, "Oh yes, this is our arch, this is our big bad. We yeah. fought him centuries ago. Yeah, and he was like the one, the biggest battle ever. And I'm like, well, why did we never hear him hear about him in the Wonder Woman movie? Yeah, where they all they all talked about the war with the the gods. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that he was like their arch enemy and having him just be like this random guy that shows up and he's like okay i'm gonna conquer this planet now like everything about steppenwolf was way better yeah he's essentially just like this grunt who is trying to please dark side and and that's and the best part about that is is that only we as the audience know that you know the the heroes don't know that like especially when he shows up on themyscira um, and, and, and what a magnificent, magnificent scene that is. He shows up and they're like, okay, he's here to get the mother box. We got to stop him. And, and there's so much more to that scene, you know, and, and he's even, you know, cause you know, after seeing, especially age of Ultron, um, yeah, he's just feel it. He's, he's written like an alien monster would be written. He's not going to talk like. A human bad guy would talk. In the theatrical cut, he, like, makes some jokes that are... Yeah. Not needed. Yeah, it, one of my one of my favorite exchanges in the... It, like, in the theatrical cut, you know, he's choking somebody and they're like, Please, we have families! He's like, Why does everyone keep telling me that? And then this version, you know, he's choking somebody and they say, Please, we have families! He says, Then you have weakness! It's like... Oh, okay. That's that's a better line. And that's a you know, in apocalypse, it's all the strongest survives. Right. It's it's sound like an alien warlord would say that, versus you know just being like, you know, oh, he's like you know we'll never bow to you. Oh, give it time. It's like, what, what? <laughs> Have, would, were you studying Earth culture? Like, were you watching Earth TV before you showed up here? <laughs> so what do you? I want to ask you too. No. In Themyscira, where they have... This is my the, show. I mean, I asked Where they have the box. <laughs> I need to know. You know the room where they have Mother Box? Yes. And there's probably, like, a hundred Amazons pointing arrows at it? Yes, I do think they poop in that room. That's kind of my question. <laughs> Are they there 24-7? Or did Split the... shifts, did, shift. did the box, like, shimmy and they're like, oh, we need we need to get in here? No, I think that they're there the whole I'm time. I'm pretty sure they're there yeah because it they when superman is no when no when superman is screaming and the boxes are uh, they all there yeah they're all there so i think that god damn they are committed well i it's implied that the atlanteans are the same way it's just that we don't see it because the parademons at that point they've already gotten the second the first box so they kidnap the other atlanteans and they or prying them for inter- information. Wait, do they show the Atlantean mother box in that intro sequence where Superman's screaming? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because right, it takes six or seven <laughs> minutes. Wait, are there, it is a long part. Are there Atlanteans around it, like guarding it? I believe so. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, in, yeah it's in the beginning. Either way, it's like six or seven minutes of Superman screaming. <laughs> and then the next three minutes are Batman traveling over the mountains to get to Aquaman. <laughs> and I was like, okay! When's the movie gonna start? And then Liam Neeson was like, pick one of these blue flowers. If you can carry it to the top of the mountain. What if, what if like, Ben Affleck, like, passed Christian Bale on the mountain? That'd be fucking baller. He'll go back. Sure thing. He'll go back. It's like, which one, grandfather? I don't know, both of them. <laughs> um, something that I think we all should definitely talk about is the significant difference of CGI from the two movies. Yes. I think yep. something that stood out to me in the first movie, and I know, like, I Henry Cavill's I, lip? Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he can do whatever, it doesn't matter. We didn't, um, <laughs> we didn't see any of the awful co- uh, lip cover, yes. which Jesus. was great. But so I think, bad. I think, aside from Steppenwolf's huge CGI change, which was immaculate, and I think he looked amazing in this one, in the first movie, I think Cyborg looked horrible. And it was so hard to look away from him because it looked like whatever dots they had in his face for it to match, it almost looked like it moved on his face constantly. So it wasn't, Oh. it yeah. wasn't, it didn't stick to his face as much and it was so distracting. But so like now that we're in this movie and it shows him having an actual story, it was so much more clear to see it and they did a fantastic job, I think. That makes me wonder. Did, no, I, I agree. 100%. Did they, uh... Did they do all the visual effects um, originally I, I and then think, redo them? I think most of them were done. Obviously, Steppenwolf was redone. Um, well, actually, that's, that's the one thing I want to mention real quick. He looked like a dead old man in the first one. <laughs> well, the funny, thing about, the funny thing about Steppenwolf <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the theatrical cut like is that... a dead old man. That's it, what he looked like. Well, it's like the thing he wears on his head is it looks like a crown. On in the theatrical cut, I never cut. thought that. I always thought they were horns. I I always thought it was a crown. Whereas in this one, when he sees Darkseid, you know his armor strips away, and I was like, oh, it's just the shape of his head. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it was a little. But here's here's the thing that you know I wanted to bring up. Uh, speaking of you know the apocalypse characters, um, to me, <laughs> I don't know, like from a business point of view with Warner Brothers. It was a hilariously bad decision to not have Darkseid be the one that originally attacked Earth. Because even if you don't show him later, that's literally money on the table that you're not using. That you're Because it's like, here's toys you can sell. Here's Funko Pops. Here's some other merchandise, whatever. Yeah, that, why, why didn't they? Who knows? It just... It, because I felt that... If you kept no other dark side scenes in this movie other than the first scene where he shows up in the, you know, the quote unquote history lesson. And then later when the unity is, you know, together and the portal opens up. Yeah. He's like about to come in. If, if that's again, that's money on the table that right there that says to the audience, that's the same as Thanos showing up in the post credits of Avengers. It's like, here's your, here's your sequel. Or at least a you know the third or fourth movie, right? You know, like Avengers did. Um, it's like you just I just figure like, are you how fucking stupid are you? Like this this would have like if we had been in the movie theater and that 
Yeah, and they had shown that. I, w- I would have I been like, I don't care about Henry Cavill's lip. That looks fucking awesome. <gasps> Bring on fucking Darkseid. Well, I thought that when we launched Snyder Cut and, like, right away he contacts Desaad, I was like, oh, that's awesome. They're, like, getting into, like, real apocalypse. Yes. And it just got better because then they brought in Darkseid and he showed up super menacing. And then you got, like, a peek at Granny Goodness, who I hate, but it's still cool that she's there. <laughs> you know, it's like they're, they could really go into an apocalypse movie after this, yep. I feel. There was... You know, there was so much that was cut that, you know, and, and like I said, all the stuff that they reshot, I felt that didn't need to be reshot as much as it needed to be edited. Or just, yeah. It, it, they could have shortened it. Like, if the number one thing I would have cut from this movie, if I was given, okay, you have one sequence to cut. Can I, can I just take a guess? Go for it. It is when they're talking to Aquaman and the girls sing for ten minutes. Yes. I just knew it. That is it. I minded it. (laughs) No, when they started to sing, I was like, okay, it kind of makes sense. They're in like a weird village, but when it like kept going, for all you viewers out there, we all looked at each other after and we all started laughing because we couldn't Yeah, it was, it was a little bit like, okay, what's happening here? You know why I didn't mind that? It reminded me of Batman versus Superman where the different... Like the Day of the Dead people? Yeah, it just, the different cultures around the world that were deifying Superman... So here you have this village oh, okay, who yeah. never see, like, anything. And then you have this guy that comes out of the water. They probably thought he was literally a god. Like Poseidon or yeah. something. Yeah, and so they're, like, honoring him. Yeah. Okay. I I can get that. But also, it could have just been a smidge shorter. <laughs> uh, well, honestly, I thought many of the CGI shots could have been shortened. Not the sequences, the literal shots. Like... Diana looking at her bracelet as she dodges a bullet, like, you could have just trimmed the beginning and the end, because she, like, looks, and boom, and it happens, like, nine times. Well, she was checking her watch. She was like, this has been going on for 25 minutes already? (laughs) No? Um, well, another part that I think we all need to talk about as well is Martian Manhunter. Oh, yeah. When they, I remember... When we sat here and watched that for the first time, I my heart dropped. I couldn't believe someone that is that big in this universe was just cut out. That's where I'm like, I would have loved to hear this conference at Warner Brothers. Like, oh, he doesn't need to be in this. Fuck it. Well, well, I what's funny is I remember when that scene happened and JJ was like, you what? are shitting on no, no, me no, no. right now. He was like, <laughs> said to me. No, that's what I, he said. That is literally what no, I said. before that, because uh, John was impersonating Martha Kent. Yeah. And he was like, why does she have a southern accent? She didn't have a southern accent. Did she have a southern accent? <laughs> and then it, She didn't! And then it turned into Marsha Manhunter. And then we were like, oh! Well, it, yeah. Oh, that's Marsha oh. Manhunter! <laughs> Dude, I thought it was cooler that he was the general. Um, I was very surprised by that. I I agree. The only thing... Was he the colonel? uh, Was general, then became colonel, I think. No, no, no. In Man of Steel. Colonel becomes general. General's higher than colonel. Uh, Well, then, I don't know. (coughs) Whatever becomes whatever. But then it kind of made sense. I'm like, oh, well, he is kind of like a big-name actor. I wonder if that was always the plan or not. I think it was a... I think it became the plan when they started making Justice League. It wasn't in the original... Because... It doesn't make any sense for a Martian Manhunter to not help Superman during... What was that name? Um, Henry Swanwick. He was probably like... 
hey, great news, the movie's still on, we're having Joss Whedon take over. And he's like, yes, but we're cutting Martian Manhunter. And he's like, ah. He's like, are we cutting General Swanwick? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, God damn it! <laughs> he's like, but good news, you get to voice Black Manta for a couple scenes in Justice League Throne of Atlantis. I mean... I'll take it. It was cool he showed up. I feel like he could have, like, tagged along at the end battle. Yeah, that's that's why... That's why it's a bit of a cheat. And well, I don't, uh. he was like, I'm, I think I'm going to start helping now. But then he like didn't help. Dude, that, that cracks me up because it's it's just like, it makes me think of Blackest Night. You know, because there's a scene where like the Black Lantern Martian Manhunter attacks Green Lantern and Flash and says, I'm as powerful as Superman, but nobody remembers that. And so I thought of that. I was oh, like, yeah. we didn't fucking need Superman. We could have just had this guy the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But um, one one thing I I think that this film did leaps and bounds better. I'm, we've said this a million times. Uh, better than the theatrical cut is Lois Lane's grief, um, like showing her like she gives the the cup the the cup of coffee to the police officer, and she just kind of stands at the memorial. And I think that it was handled so well where she goes to the the memorial. Um, with Superman and she just she just stands there she just sort of acknowledges it there's no dialogue she doesn't have like a monologue about yeah, how much she I'm misses so glad him it wasn't like a, right. like it wasn't like ridiculous but apart going off of that when he first comes back and she turns around and looks in the air like I got like chills I was like oh my god like could you imagine like being in that situation like yeah. seeing him after all this time like I thought that was really great yeah um, I did like in the theatrical. I think wasn't was Lawrence Fishburne in it? No. There she was like she sat down to write and like couldn't write. Remember? Yeah. But then when when they're reunited, she says something like, um, "You know, I I wasn't strong." Right. I wasn't when strong you when you were when you were gone. And I kind of I did kind of like that. I yeah, and I think that that might have been a Zack Snyder line because it. I mean, you can, <laughs> unfortunately, with the scenes with Superman, you can tell if you just look at his face. <laughs> yeah, who, like, who shot it. Right. <laughs> That's true. Um, but one of the lines that they kept in the movie that was in one of the trailers that I was very happy about was when, you know, Superman starts to kind of calm down and regain his memories and everything, and Lois comes out to see him on the farm, and he says, I'll take that as a yes, you know, the ring. It just, I, it's such a cute line mm. that was not in the theatrical cut. Instead, he was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, oh, your face. Ugh, Jesus mom. Christ. Um, I, I will, you know, okay, well, let, let me throw this out there. Uh, I'm going to steal this from my friends at, uh, straight out of the Gotham. Out of the Gotham? Anyway. <laughs> Jesus, out of sorry. Gotham. <laughs> sorry, Eric and Peter. I fucked up. Coming to you live from the Gotham. <laughs> Straight out of Gotham. Uh, great podcast. You guys should check it out. Um, if you were to keep anything from the theatrical cut, what would you keep? Okay. Go ahead. I'll probably get first. some guff on this. But guff. The, the scene <laughs> in the theatrical that I didn't mind is when Aquaman is sitting on the lasso. That's literally it. Really? Like, I thought that Wait, was funny. What? The one where he's talking to Wonder Woman? Yeah, and he's No, says, that was stupid. No, that was literally on, like, and on and on and on and on. No, I was going to say where the white stripes just 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I like, I was I ready like for that. him to. Sl- I like I like that better that than a... the music in the theater. I did the notice oh some of Jesus, Zach some Snyder, of yeah. Snyder's music choices. Every time that came on, like no, the first time I remember, we're all like, okay, and then the second time, we're like, well, this is not ending because it happened like five times in that Wonder Woman rescue scene. We're like, Jesus, just play the cool Wonder Woman theme. When she's back at her normal job and she's like cleaning the statue and the guy's like, hey, Diana, what did you do this weekend? And it could have been like, "Ah!" (laughs) And that guy's like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Um, I think we should talk about the, um, the alternate earth scene. Well, let me, let me give my answer for what I'd give. Yeah, no, unfortunately. (laughs) <laughs> oh, shit. what would you keep um it, if i had to keep anything from the original cut it, uh, two two things one would be when superman rips his shirt at the end it would be the the classic colors plus the post credit scene where they flash in superman race so i thought right. that was that was a good scene i didn't yeah. I thought it was just an add-on. I thought it was like, well... I, I didn't mind it. Like, uh, you know, it, it was sort of like the, uh, it, you know, the Spider-Man Homecoming, you know, the Captain America post credit scene. Yeah. Okay, but those are two <laughs> complete different... <laughs> How many more of these? <laughs> Which is also my favorite post credit scene of any Marvel movie. Because um, it's perfect and amazing. So, uh, but okay. got attention. Yeah. But before we get to the um, alternate Earth, I think... Yeah. So, overall... What Joss Whedon does, and what I think he, like, is a huge advocate of, is comic relief. Yeah. In every single thing he does. I think, especially... In one-liners. In Age of Ultron, yes. the whole dinner... Oh my gosh, like, I liked it, but it was, like, so on and on, and then, like, the when we... The party scene? Yeah, when we saw... Oh, I love that scene. No, the... when they're all sitting down, like, they're all... It's just kind of, like, too much. And then, in Justice League, Wait, when, was... when they're picking up the hammer? Yeah, like that's no, awesome. just when they're talking. It's just I think it's just too I, much. I don't something. mind that scene. And then in the Justice League movie that he did, it was every other scene. I was like, mm. that's why. Like when we saw this, it was like refreshing in a weird way because it was more emotional. Like we could like, actually like be there, there was. To I these don't people. like what Batman said. I don't not. I'm the only one that likes that line. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good line, dude. I'm the only one that likes that and line. And he makes another joke, too, that was not good. Oh, yeah, when he's like, oh, something's oh, definitely God. bleeding. Oh, that's going to hurt or and something. Then, and, then yeah. he's, and then he sees the and then he sees the mother box get taken, and he goes, dang it. Oh, gosh, golly gee. Can you, any other medium, medium picture Batman saying, like, yep, something's definitely broken. Can you picture that? Uh... Yes, but not Batman and Robin. No, I I was thinking like a cartoony, cartoony Batman. Yeah, we didn't need that dude. But also, I you know the I don't not line. I imagined Kevin Conroy saying, and it wouldn't bother me if Kevin Conroy said it. Well, let's get into the alternate universe stuff because. Yep. But but tell me because first, Ashley's brought it up like seven she times. She has brought it up. I. And I think you know the story, when he first put that sequence into Batman vs. Superman, what his intentions were for that. His, okay, so the, the idea was, in Batman v Superman, when Bruce Wayne has the nightmare, and nightmare is spelled with a K, um, of the, the alternate <laughs> universe. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, who, who named it that? 
did. Snyder did. I didn't name it that. Nightmare? Yeah. Okay, I like it. That's a common thing. You can look it up online. (laughs) Um, But anyway, he... uh, the idea was this is planting the seeds for what's going to happen in Justice League because the idea was that in Justice League 2, Darkseid will show up and then the Earth will fall into the, the nightmare reality. and Where the, Lois dies. Yes, Lois dies, Superman becomes an agent of Darkseid, and then Oof. Justice League 3 is about them trying to, essentially kind of like Avengers Endgame, them trying to reverse time. Yeah. Uh, so when, so that, that epilogue scene is actually uh, something Snyder recently filmed. You know, that that wasn't part of the original cut. Um, and you can tell because Jared Leto doesn't look like shit as the Joker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, so he wasn't planning to do any of that in Justice League. No, in, in if, if this movie had been released in 2017, that would not have been a part of it. Um, it just... It would have all been Justice League 2. Right. Interesting. Yes. So, which... And I feel like there's a missed opportunity there, especially with Deathstroke, because Joe Magliano, Ugh. holy shit, not right. only does he fucking look like Deathstroke, but goddammit, that guy's a good actor. Give him a fucking Deathstroke movie! Well, that's wasn't he supposed to be the villain in the Batman yeah, movie? Yeah, he was supposed to be the villain in the Batman movie, it's yes. It's funny, we got the setup of him talking to Lex Luthor, which we is got, a, we got the aftermath of him in the alternate universe, but we don't have anything yeah, with him as Deathstroke. And, well, Magni... Magni... Nah, I'll just call him Joe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, that, was, that was all bad. Call him Joe. He, uh, he was... I was listening to a podcast with him where he said that um, he, he... He was the main villain in the Ben Affleck Batman movie, and then that got scrapped, so he was going to be in the Suicide Squad se- sequel. And then that got scrapped. And then there this was there was a Suicide Squad sequel with him and some other characters. And then there was just one with Will Smith and other characters. And then there was one with just him and Will Smith. And then there was <laughs> the one they're making now with Holy neither shit. of them. <laughs> well, they implied that he, Batman is the one that made him lose his eye. And I was like, oh my god, what a setup. Yeah. It, He's, it, he'd be out for blood. It, an eye for an eye. And it sounds really great, but... The only issue I have with it is that um, the, the plot would have been Destro taking revenge on Bruce Wayne and trying to ruin his life, which unfortunately is the plot of Arrow Season 2 and Titan Season 2. I was going to say. And, <laughs> and several other... Dude, I feel like the movies don't care. They're like, yeah, that's that's their own thing. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll do and it And it's too. like an entire different budget. And it, it it would have been completely different, I'm sure, and we all would have loved it. But I would say in t- Titan season two was fantastic. They they had the with him as well the best Deathstroke uh, storyline. Wait, yeah, who's Deathstroke and Titans? I forget his name. I don't know his name either. He, but he, he was really great. Yeah, he was fantastic. Um, Isn't and they, that they the, had the season with old Bruce. Yeah, it was bad. It was yeah. not good. Oh wait yeah, wait he's wait like yeah the yeah. Most yeah. random Joe Schmo off the street. He's basically he's he's just he's, he's just, just like a random dude. But he's also playing it like Adam West, and it's weird. I don't know, it's weird. I don't like it. Mm, yeah. Nightwing's great. Well, though. and I also read about. It's rare for JJ not to like a Batman. I mean, uh-huh. I remember we when we watched like that first season, we were like, "Who is this dude? Who hired this man?" Like it's it's just so dumb. But I yeah. remember, or a couple days ago, I read about how Ben Affleck is like 
so proud of like what the Snyderverse came out to be and or Snyder cut I, and he because I remember him saying like no after the Whedon cut he's like ah, I'm kind of done with so this. like well, I, I, think I really like give, give it a couple months hope. there's a lot of I think there's a lot of stuff that's gonna happen I think I think that what the reshoots probably really hurt him because again it's it's like he was friends with Zack Snyder he met with Zack Snyder to do Batman and this is somebody that he didn't have to do Batman. He didn't have to. Like, he just won an Oscar. He's at the height of his directing career. He could have just been like, no, 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 I'm going to keep doing these movies, uh, these independent movies, like The Town and, he and has Argo. Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, he's got that. I mean, he did the superhero thing. Yeah, and, and he hated it, you know? <laughs> and that's the thing, is that he went into these movies, and he was like, oh, these are going to be great. And then when Warner Brothers, like, shish kebab yeah. them to death, he was just like, I hate this now. But yeah, it, you can't blame him, really. But luckily, he had some input on the Flash script, so he's going to do at least a extended cameo Great. as Batman but as I the mean, Flash. But I mean, like, this is like... In the Flash. These are, like, all interviews that have been over the past, like, couple weeks, but, like... Yeah, yeah. Even on... Well, this like, was, like a, like, a year ago. He that's, was, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I really think the amount of people that made this happen, yeah. I think if Warner Brothers really does not go forward with it, I think they're going to lose billions like it's like opportunity billions what's like i said before it's it's money on the table because you have you have let's go make a tom and jerry movie (laughs) well you know it's like here's doing that they already did yeah they just made it apparently made some money during the pandemic so yeah it's because it's i don't know well you know i'm sure that people who love tom and jerry loved it and that's great it was really bad i don't know i don't care (laughs) is warner brothers making the pattinson batman yes and they made that because be because um, Ben Affleck didn't want to do it, and then they hired Matt Reeves, and he spent three years making, writing a script, and then another three years making it because of the fucking but pandemic. I think, I think that movie is gonna be like amazing. I think it'll be great. I, I'm so excited for it. But then if that comes out, it's gonna cause. Will that compromise continuing this? I... I don't I don't think so because I think if they keep it with HBO Max you have the potential to, you know, frame it in the here's the multiverse quote unquote. So mm-hmm. it's That's like we've never had like two Batmans getting released at the same time. I don't I don't I don't think so because you have the Flash TV show. That's true. Um, you know, and you and you have all the other shows, you know, Black, uh, the Black Adam movie is going to introduce the Justice Society, which has already been done on the Stargirl show. Yeah. So it's like there's a wide audience. You know, there's literally hundreds of millions of people who I aren't mean, aware of this DC other thing. Fans, eat your heart out. It's a good time to be <laughs> it, alive. It really is. I'm very excited. Um, but anyway, backtracking way back to our <laughs> nightmare situation. Um, I I think it's interesting that. If anybody could convince, other than like Andy Muschietti or Muschietti or however you say his Muschietti. name, Muschietti. Muschietti. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, I think I called him spaghetti before. <laughs> anyway, uh, for uh, the Flash to do like, hey, you'll do like an extended cameo for for Batman, probably like a ten minute scene in the film, which amounts to like one or two days work. Um, if anybody could convince Affleck to come back as Batman, it was Zack Snyder and say, hey, guess what? I'm going to do uh, an extended scene at the end of the film. You're going to be Batman again. Um, you're going to hang out with Jared Leto. Sound good? And he was just like, okay, cool. 
Like, and again, That's great. does Ben Affleck have to do that during a pandemic? No. no? And getting Jared Leto, which I, I thought the scene was, like, pretty well written. I, I loved it. Not only well written, the way that they filmed that was so interesting and yep. very, like, eye-catching. Like, they were so yeah. up close, and it was so, like, personal. It was very... Personal. It, it was not, not only personal, but there is just slightly uncomfortable, because... But that's like it, that's what that's what this yeah, whole thing exactly, is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like no, I I, I, I mean that in a good way. You were waiting for Batman to snap on him. Yeah, and when he says right, he's like right after he's like you sent Boy Wonder to do a man's job, I was like, yes. oh my god, like this is that's insane. so Joker. Yeah, and he's like you know, and he's like, be careful what you say, and he says that, and then he's like, that's then, not very careful. And he does yeah. the card trick. I was like, you're a creepy dude. Like this is he, like this is it. And this this is what we were missing from the from the original Suicide Squad. It's like. Man, like, Jared Leto, I mean, he can fucking yeah. bring it. You know what you didn't have in Suicide Squad was the Joker's obsession with Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was his obsession with Harley and trying to save her. I well, think it was more so obsession with, like, anger and violence. Power. Like, I, I think the only time he was ever like, oh, I love you, was, like, the end. Like, it was, like, really strange. No, I, we, no we just watched it again, and... It was very much an obsession with Harley, and it was a stupid obsession because it, the the real Joker has an obsession with, this belongs to me. And with Harley, it, it's more so in the movie that he's actually in love with her, which well, is far less interesting for the Joker there, character. There is that Justice League uh, uh, second cut, or excuse me, Suicide Squad, there's a, there's a director cut. Yeah. And that has like the scenes with they said they'll never release it. Well, the, the, you know, there's the extended version. It's not necessarily a director's there's cut. Scenes, there's um, more scenes with the Joker and Harley. Yeah. And I will say, in the, in the early scenes where he, like, just brushes Harley off, and he's like, no, 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 like, that's not how this works. But then, like, she keeps trying and keeps trying and wears him down, and he gives in. Like, I thought that was kind of well done. Yeah. But it kind of overshadowed his batman obsession yeah and that uh you know jesse did you read batman white knight did i show you that one i don't think i read it <sighs> that's very good because th- that's a big part of it where um uh joker is is in love with harley but can't get over his obsession with batman and it's sounds like a romeo and juliet kind of situation not if, um, you, not if you read it, but <laughs> it's not really like that. But um, so but back to they had some good lines in Justice League though. That that and it was so cool getting to see like who survived, like Deathstroke's there and Flash is there. Mira. M- Mira. Oh yeah, Mira. Well, Amber Heard, blah, garbage human being. But Mira. But Mira's cool. Yeah. Um, Wait, who else was there? Cyborg. Cyborg. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Flash. And Flash. And he yeah. had the future suit with, like, mm-hmm. the stubble. Yeah. I almost didn't recognize him. Yeah. It, I mean, I that it. that stuff is, uh, you know... And that, and that's sort of the problem with... <laughs> I, I look back on, like, the theatrical cut of Batman v Superman, where they tried to, like, shave down the movie, and they were like, oh, we gotta cut all this extraneous stuff. The problem is, is they cut the wrong extraneous stuff. Yes. If they had cut the Flash scene and the Justice League scene... Versus cutting the scenes where, you know, uh, fucking, you see Clark Kent, like, learning how much of a shithead Batman is. Yeah. It, it just, it, it, it just blows my mind. And again, 
the short-sightedness of Warner Brothers going, oh, no, 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 no. Got to get rid of that. We, we, we don't worry about the Superman stuff. Don't worry about the Clark Kent stuff. Just bring in the Justice League stuff because we got a Justice League movie coming as opposed to going, no, 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 this serves the movie now. And if audiences had seen that in 2016, they would have been way more receptive to... It's maybe, true. Maybe not a four-hour cut of Justice League. Obviously not. I would have Maybe been. a three-and-a-half-hour. <laughs> well, you know, if they had cut out the slow-mo, and the it, it would have been at least an hour long. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the Iceland women singing. The Iceland women singing. And, you know... I mean, that's 45 minutes right there. <laughs> <laughs> at least. How about Flash when he's, you know, interviewing for the job of the pet store that, guy? It's one of the best scenes. Isn't it great? I love it. It, and, it showed exactly, like, who he was supposed to be. And he wasn't, like, a little bitch in this movie. <laughs> I mean, but he, seriously. Yeah. No, you're, you're 100% right. It It's, like, insulting watching the the other version when he's just like, um, okay, so I'm afraid of this, and I'm afraid of that. But I'm going to go re- re- resurrect Superman. Yeah. It, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Whereas in this one, he sees Iris in danger, immediately runs into action, and not only does I love he... that we met Iris. That yeah. was so random. Yeah, well, but they have some only... strong goo goo eyes. <laughs> well, not only that, but it's... which is funny because Iris is a song played by the Goo Goo Dolls. Continue your thoughts. This is really wonderful. What you're <laughs> adding to my show. <laughs> no, but but yes, seriously. Yeah. Shut up. Anyway, but no, but seriously, uh, what, uh, you know, what what adds to that scene. Is the incredible special effects? Him like going through the glass, yeah, and the glass bends and then the breaks, yeah, yeah. And the shoes, you know fly how they say glass and... is actually liquid, yeah. And you see it like ripple before yep. it shatters. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. and and he, and how he doesn't just catch her; he kind of cradles her yeah. to the ground, or otherwise she would die. Yeah, and it just it looked spectacular. And it's just like, you cut this? I mean, if he saved my life, I mean, maybe I'd fall in love with him too. I don't know. I haven't been in that situation. For all of you viewers out there, this is JJ every five minutes. They cut that out? Wow. (laughs) Wait, they cut that? There was there was Why'd they cut this? quite a bit. They cut that out. There was quite a bit of that. Because... You are shitting on me right now. <laughs> I I did say that. I said you are shitting on me right now, because um, I thought Martian Manhunter looked amazing. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. Yep. But you know, it, the movie just overall. I mean, we could sit here all day and talk about a four hour cut of this film and give it give it our praises and maybe even some criticisms my main criticism is the runtime i felt that it could have been shaved down i need to watch it again because i've only seen it once but it it did not feel long when i i was i wasn't watching it going like oh god yeah i wasn't bored like i was i i was engaged i I wasn't i wasn't bored it's just that there were times where i was like okay let's move it along a little bit like this is taking just a little bit too long Um, i like felt completely opposite like it was never boring to me there was so much going on and like i said earlier like i think the cgi was so different it was like mesmerizing to well, look at the, so i thought it was really well done the humor in this version i felt like was so, so much more organic like the scene where um you know right after you know victor's father dies you know they're like oh you know he's like oh he he wasn't trying to he wasn't trying to destroy it he was trying to overheat it so now we can track it 
and Batman's like, oh, we could track with my satellite. And Flash is like, you have a satellite? And he's like, I have six. It's just... Yeah, it, that's a Batman joke. It, it, or it, a Bruce Wayne joke. It's a very... It, and it's just very uh, simple, where you're just like... And Flash just kind of gives a look like, oh, okay. Um, but but even the, the alternate scenes that they put in the um, theatrical cut, like th- when they're talking about resurrecting Superman... It was so much better in this version mm. because they're all in agreement like, okay, no, we can't do this alone. We need Superman. It's not just Batman being a bully and being like, hey, fuck you guys. We're going to do this. Or something that I noticed was, remember in the first one, uh, I almost called her Gal, like I know her, Wonder Woman was <laughs> remember like, Gal? this you know, is, a, this is such a bad decision. Yeah. Why are we doing this? It's not okay. Gal. That was not in this movie. No, and I, I don't think she it li- would be. She literally said we needed Superman. In yeah. the first one, she... Like, when they're doing it, she gives everyone a look like she thinks this is a horrible idea, but right. that was never, that never happened in this one. I was right. like, good. Yeah. Like, it makes so I much think, sense. I think, isn't uh, Arthur still a little hesitant in the Snyder Cut? Yeah. Yeah. Which, but, which I, is I fine that, that there's somebody that is. Yeah. That makes I mean, sense. Which is kind of like a horrible thing to do. Right. Yes. But, like, she, like, knew, he, like, what needed yeah. to happen. And he's super, so. Frick you, Justin. You got it. No, no, no. I'm agreeing with you. Another thing that made that scene work really well was that, with the exception of Bruce Wayne, they're all there uh, when they when they dig up Superman, uh, you know Clark. Yeah, but and, only two of them were digging. Well, <laughs> well, but but the scene, but the bit between uh, you know Arthur and Diana was really great though, where, you know, you know he says I hate Atlanteans as much as you do, and she says, well, hate is useless. It's just, it's a good little scene between them that you get. Yeah. You get just enough history to understand these two. I like that dynamic, and I think we got to see more of it in the Snyder Cut, where members of the Justice League... No, we're still not recording, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to say my point. <laughs> um, another uh, part of that scene where the Flash and um, Victor are digging it up, and Flash is like, you know we could do this in two seconds, right? So yeah. it was nice that they, like... We're really trying to be respectful of this dude, but they realized, like, what they had to do to, like, yeah. make it better. And But even then, again, you know, that scene is different than the theatrical cut. And it's... I think we've... Very different movies. <laughs> it's better. But that's the yeah. funny thing, is that, technically speaking, if you were looking at the plot synopsis, they're the same movies. But mm-hmm. this this one just, you know, like we Let's said... just be honest. 96% of this movie is better than the theatrical cut. Maybe 97 I, I might even oh, go... Oh, another part. Um, I might even go 99. <laughs> there's, there's so little... Zach, Zach gave a statistic. He said it was, it was 8 to 10% of Joss Whedon in this movie. Uh, and it was all Zach. Well, in the, like in the theatrical cut. Yeah. It, it was... Uh, and, and that's the thing, is that, like, one thing that I think worked just slightly better in the theatrical cut was the opening credit sequence. That, I thought that, about that a lot, too. That, that song I really liked, and I thought that was a Joss Whedon thing. It was very... I'm sorry, not Joss Whedon, excuse me, Zack Snyder. I think you called it, uh, that song was very haunting. Yes. And I agree, that's a good way to describe it. Because it felt like, okay, so the world's in disarray because Superman is dead. It felt, you're right, it felt like a Snyder kind of thing where he's kind of painting the world. You know, there's like the, the, the little market people and their shops getting like vandalized. But, but, you know, in... Beyond that, you know, the, we sh- we see Lois at the at the monument. Um, you see Martha losing the farm. 
um, there's, there's little bits in there that's like, oh, like, okay, I get this. Okay, but one quick note, there's no way in hell Bruce Wayne, after killing her son, would let her farm go to the bank. But didn't she not tell anyone, or is that something that Martian Manhunter made up? Um, well, see, that's the problem with that scene, is that... That's a great as, 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 cool, as cool as the Martian Manhunter reveal is, it sort of undercuts that scene just a smidge. I don't think Bruce would let that... He would know. Yeah, He'd he, make sure she's taken care of forever. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you say that name? I was just right name! Um, I, I, I love that part. I don't get it. I, love it I mean, I, I get why people don't like it. Yeah, but no. I like it. People like who don't it. like it are stupid. Um... Dumb. Where was I even? What was your overall favorite part of the entire thing? Oh, watch it again. Goodness. Um, I think hmm. overall. Well, let me be more specific. Okay. A specific scene. What is your favorite scene that we saw? I really liked when they showed Dark Side for the first time. Yeah. But I don't know if that's, like, my favorite. But I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And Desaad. He... Like, it was great. They he, both looked amazing. Yeah. They they showed up in, like, that silver hologram, which was kind of what Lex saw Steppenwolf in at the end of uh, BVS. Yes, yeah. That was cool. Uh, I, I might... I think the... Uh, you, know what, you know what I'd give it to is Flash... Reversing time at the end. That was unexpected. That was pretty cool. My mouth dropped when that happened. I, I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, you know what? That. I do fucking love that. I I loved the sound design in that scene where he's in the Speed Force and he's talking to his dad. Yep. And it, his voice is like echoing. Mm-hmm. Like, that was really good editing yep. and, and uh, audio design. I And, you know, that and then, you know, when... Superman and, and Cyborg pull apart the um, the the mother boxes and they just all kind of stare at Darkseid. It's a good scene. And and again, that's something that it just blew my mind. It, you know, I, I said this before. It's like, you cut that? Like, you know what, <laughs> that's James? money on the table. I'll tell you what, let's just wrap up the show so we can go back and watch the Snyder Cut. You know what? I think we're going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I need, I don't want it. All right. So, um... <laughs> any any uh, any final thoughts, Ashley, on the on the Snyder Cut? I don't think so. I think I really said everything. I think there's so much more that could happen, and obviously, I think seeing the alternate Earth is way more emotional than what this movie would be. Like, it'd yep. be very hard. I mean, it'd be fantastic, but it'd be very hard to watch because it's so brutal. And like, what happens because people have such a depiction of Superman, but then again, like I said. This really opened up, I think, a lot of eyes to maybe reading the comics, and they can say, "Oh, this is how this ha- like happens. This is what ends." Like, versus just being like, "Oh, this is this is that movie. It's done." Like, I think it's really cool. To uh, to piggyback on that, uh, one of my to go back to what you asked before, one of my favorite bits that they cut this this was this was filmed and cut out of the uh, original cut was um, when Cyborg is connected to the you know the, they call it the Superman ship. And, um, he's, and he has that vision of the, of the alternate universe with Superman holding the Batman mask and Darkseid killing the Atlanteans and everything. And Diana's dead. Yeah, Kilowog is there and it was awesome. Um, it's, it's just, 
Diana has like that uh, Viking death or Viking funeral or whatever. So sad. It's, you know, to me it was like, it's funny because there's scenes in a film, you know, and Jesse, you know this, it's like when you're editing, it's like, okay, well this, this scene kind of stops the movie right here. But in that situation, the momentum was going for that scene, but if it stopped there, it was a good place for it to stop because you had like 90 seconds to go, what the fuck was that? And then Cyborg go, no. And Flash go, go? And then go. And it was like, oh shit, what's happening now? That's definitely a good hook. Yeah, which was... Which which was what the hook was meant to be yeah, with the flash, more. the flash showing up in BVS. It, it, I wish they had, they should have kept that because it was something to tease the audience for for a part two or a part three or whatever you know. Uh, Jesse, overall, overall final thoughts. Um, highly enjoyable. I think the length. I think the runtime turns a lot of non comic book fans off some people i've told i'm like oh yeah there's a new one out it's really good it is longer i don't know i'd say just give it a shot and you might end up i think that the the chapters help with that i do too um but not only that but um i'm after watching it all the way through the way we did and having the chapters um, and because they just they were originally going to do a four episode miniseries, I'm glad they didn't because, you know, people you know a couple friends of mine online were making fun of it like, oh you won't sit through a four hour movie but you'll sit through four episodes of Daredevil in a row. It's like, yeah, it's because yes I will. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the thing is that like four episodes of Daredevil, end with four cliffhangers, mm-hmm. so it keeps you interested whereas. The first hour of this, I would have just been like, okay, I'll come back next week. No big deal. Or maybe I won't. It's like, no, this needed to be one long thing. Um, yeah. It, it, it just, it flowed better that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Something that we didn't chat about, but we could also end on, is the running joke from this movie about how humans are stupid. So, <laughs> in the part where it's, it's the war. Just in this, or just, <laughs> in real life? Period. Um, <laughs> But it's a huge thing on every social media. I see it on Twitter all the time, making fun of this. So during the war, where you get to see, which is fantastic, where you see Zeus up close, like yeah. all these things. Yeah, you know what I was thinking about? A- Ares comes so, back. Oh my god. That's Zeus cool. Zeus looks almost identical to Gerard Hardway. Butler <laughs> as, as Leonidas in 300. He does, he does. Zack Snyder. I wonder if that was but it was But it was so cool and then but when they went to go hide the mother boxes and man put them in the ground in the middle of the forest <laughs> i was like yeah but sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> are they gonna know it's that part of the forest well i mean like I mean, the probably. nazis found it when they like took over that part of the world i don't know but that the war scene deforestation is a was a thing even back in 1945 yeah. we did not talk about that scene at all but i thought that was definitely like one of the best scenes. It was so cool. It, it was it was definitely longer than and the was, theatrical cut. Yes, and, and again, CGI is a huge play in this. It, and they did it so the, much better. The Green Lantern and mm. the Vigilante 1930 bo- 1939 boys are going to be pissed at me. I don't remember his name. Yala Floor. No, that's uh, Wonder Woman. That's somebody else. Wonder Girl. Excuse me. Jesus, I failed today. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, either way, uh, 
that that is a comic book character that he was uh, a Green Lantern like thousands of years ago protecting Earth. Um, so that's that's a really cool deep cut that that the producers and the writers did. Like, oh no no no, we got to include this guy because this is from the comic books. You know something I didn't even know. That sounds like Jeff Johns. With his infinite encyclopedia brain of lore and DC and being like, hey, you know who you should throw did in Did Jeff there. Johns have anything to do with the Snyder Cut at all? Um, he did when they were originally filming it. He helped to rewrite. Um, uh, he was on set to help rewrite. And I think that when, when Snyder did eventually leave, um, he... I, I, I'm not even sure how much involvement he had at that point. Probably still a lot. But Joss Whedon mostly took over and was just like, "I'm gonna do this my way," mm-hmm. and and it's. I know Jeff Johns got a lot of hate too. He's like, he's gotten a lot of hate, especially no. from. <laughs> well, especially you know with everything Ray Fisher has been saying lately, and, um, you know, and, you know, we we don't really know what happened there. We don't support any abusive allegations. We obviously think Joss Whedon's a horrible human being with all the shit that's come out about him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but you know, as, as far as, uh, you know, my final thoughts on the film, I'll just say it, this, this was the movie I, I wish we had gotten back then. It's the movie then. we deserve. Yeah, it was, it was the Justice League movie that I, I was cheering during, you know, like the Superman showing up and saying, not impressed, just so fucking badass, like, you know, and. And even there, and there the was black suit. There was even oh yeah, the black suit, and, and even like there were more Alfred scenes, and Alfred's fucking great. Like yeah, we, like you said earlier, the first one where Bruce was more like such an asshole, like very like narcissistic kind of dude, and yeah. this one he's like, I work for Alfred. It I was, yeah, that that's a great line. This is Alfred. Like, I work for him. Yeah. And then like Aquaman was like. Badass Alfred, like he, yeah. was, he was included, whereas Alfred was kind of like a. Huh. Well, it's like Alfred and and Cyborg and Flash and Aquaman. They they really got the sidelines during the the theatrical cut, and probably Aquaman slightly more deliberately because they were starting to make the Aquaman movie, uh, which is great. But it's like, how much different would that movie be based on this one? Um, Amber Heard would be British, which would also be terrible, yeah, well, and that. that... That kind of bothered me. And and also like the the or weird, just including her in general. The, the weird like dolphin noises they were making. They had to make air bubbles every time they had to talk to each other. I wasn't okay with that. I mean, we got more Willem Dafoe. We How did can get, we complain. Yeah, it was cool that he was included because yeah. he was a big it, part in that movie. Yeah, but I I was really confused when Willem Dafoe showed up and he was like, "Finish it, finish it." <laughs> Is that what he said? No. Sleep. <laughs> Sleep, Spider-Man. <laughs> Avenge me! <laughs> um, another part that was one of my favorite parts of just JJ watching this in general, which is just entertaining in itself, <laughs> is when they went to see Gordon, and he's like, Christmas Allen! And just scream, you're so excited to see him. Yeah. And was... J- Jesse's like, what? <laughs> yeah, he becomes a specter in the comics. That's cool, that's cool. It's a cool character. Um, J.K. Simmons. I mean, yeah, he's so cool. And, well, the the best was he didn't get much more to do in this one, but just 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 but a teeny bit more where he, he got less because no, there was that whole bit with. Uh, oh, I guess that when when cool. he says well, he didn't get the scene where he says it's good to see you playing well with others. They cut that part. Yeah. But the part that they kept was every time like a new superhero shows up on the rooftop, he's just like. 
he just like sighs and rolls his eyes and he's like <laughs> anyway <laughs> like it just that was so Jim Gordon to me and I loved it mm-hmm. yeah and again like not having a Batman movie not having Jeremy Irons and J.K. Simmons and Ben Affleck in a movie together is I wish they I hope they come to an agreement and do some HBO the way Max that thing. Ben Affleck, you need to read this interview he was like I'm really like proud of Zack Snyder for doing this and yeah. like with all of, like, the praise that all, like, six of these people are getting, like, yep. I think it might, like, change his mind, and unfortunately, like, he'll probably have to go through kind of, like, a little bit of a lifestyle change, but he... <laughs> I, Why? Did he, did he let it all go? He's kind of an addict. Oh, he's drinking a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just say that. Well, no. Yeah. That's, no the, that's the first I know that he's been doing, like, really steps. well and stuff, so you I have wonder... To admit it. There's 12 steps. Yeah, that's what I said. You t- <laughs> Um, sorry to go off of something else. No, no, go ahead. Um, another thing that was also done just, and obviously it's kind of the same in the first one, but just the costuming in this movie Mm -hmm. was immaculate. Yep. Aquaman's outfit, like, his costume, if you, like, pause it, there's so much detail in it. It makes you want to lick it. Okay. Sure. (laughs) I loved when Superman's walking through the ship and all the the outfits come out. Yeah. And he turns them all down. And the colored one, the red and blue one. Yeah. And I didn't even, like, know what was coming. And I'm like, what's he doing? That's his suit. And then the black one came and I was like, oh, JJ said this was going to happen. Yeah. And and I think that, you know, and again, it's like Warner Brothers pushed against the black suit. And for me, again... Once, from a business point of view, it's like, there's yeah. money on the table. There's other toys you can sell. That's the whole reason they did the fucking, like, you know, snowsuits in Batman and Robin, because they could sell more toys. So um, here's red suit Superman, yeah, and here's black goes. suit Superman. Yeah, yeah I want to show you guys a picture. So, it, what is this? Um, this is what they wanted. This is what Zack Snyder wanted, but Warner Brothers said no. And it oh, was okay. Harry Pavel with really long hair. That yeah, like like from, the mullet, like the comics from the le- legit like Return of Superman. Yes. comics. yeah, like yeah. Um, yes. Nicholas Cage. And everybody, sure. everybody really wanted <laughs> it, but what do you guys feel about it? Like, I don't think it was necessary, but I, it would have been cool, but also it wouldn't have made much sense. Wait, I don't think why, it would have been. Why would his hair be long? Well, I mean, because his whole his, I mean, that's sort of the thing that the Whedon cut made or, or said that that. Kryptonian physiology doesn't change even in death. Um, and I think that they... Wait, how long has he been dead? Six months? Yeah. It, it's not long that's from... That's six months of hair, dude. That, that's six months of hair? No, that's like fucking three years of hair. Oh, yeah. You, because it's like... In in their time, it's supposed to be like... Your hair grows six inches in one year. So in six months, it would grow three inches. So well, he's Kryptonian. It could grow along. I mean, he's also. Yeah, I mean, they could have they could have made it work. I mean, like I don't care. It doesn't matter. They did what they did, but. And then he'd come out as Superman and be like, "Throw a coin to your witcher." <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but also another costume was Deathstroke. His armor was so badass. Perfect. Even in the alternate Earth, I was like yep. the scratches, like it yeah, looked the so mohawk. real. Yep. Cool. He, he walked right out of the comic book. Like That's I said, I'm... we got yep. the we got the prequel and then the aftermath, and we didn't get to see the actual bulk I, of it. You know, and, and hopefully we will. You know, I I hope that HBO Max does do. I don't I don't want to be a part of the hashtag. The, the Snyderverse. I don't yeah. want to be a part of that because there's so many of those people that are just so toxic and frustrating. No offense to a lot of my friends that do want that because I want it as well, 
but I want I I want it legitimately because Warner Brothers and HBO Max and DC are on board with it. And if, if Zack Snyder wants to come back, I hope he does. Ben Affleck wants to come back, I hope he does. You know, it's just if if they all want to do it, if if there's a vision and a passion, which is part of the reason that Snyder left in the first place. Like his fucking daughter died and he was like I, I I don't have the passion anymore. So more power to him for stepping away. I really like that her name was included in this movie. Yeah, the It the was four, really like emotional. The four autumn at the end, I I teared up at Me too. Uh, at the end. It was Very just sad. it was beautiful. Um and you know, the end credit song is uh Hallelujah, which is apparently her favorite song. That's and it's a cover of it. I'm only crying end. a little right now. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a beautiful song and you know, and, and may she rest in peace, you know. This is uh this was all for her in in a lot of ways and um and I'm glad that Snyder got to got to see it through. You know, and it must have been a I mean, I, I can't imagine coming back to this project could have felt like for him, but Mm-mm. um but, uh, but there's obvi- so many he had such a support. Like, yeah. This movie, they so many people wanted it to the point where like Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck, all these people, yeah, yeah. humongous people, influencers Wait. of the world, made all of their fans like desperate for what this is. It, you know, it, it it's it's one thing when like a bunch of fans are saying hashtag release the Snyder cut. It's quite another when it's Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, because Ben Affleck. Because they know what yeah. it could have been. Yeah, and the reason like it didn't do well, like they're like, you guys need to see this. They were like, like for Zach. Yeah, and and I'm that's glad they did. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I have not read one bad review about this movie. No, not no. one. No, me either. Um, Which is crazy, and it's eight point five on IMDb. I think so. Like yeah, that. that's it, crazy. I mean, so it, let's all get on the computer and get that up to like an eight point seven, and <laughs> then then Warner Brothers will Which have is, no choice. <laughs> like that's like reaching Dark Knight level. That's reaching yeah. Endgame level. That's yep. really just wild. It's it it is, and it's and it is well deserved because this movie, you know. I said this before, leaps and bounds over the other version. And, you know, and Ashley, I remember right after we finished it, you were like, I don't think I'll ever watch the other version again. Yeah, I don't think I will. And I, don't, I just don't want to. I, it's the same it's way. Incomparable. But it's the same way with me and the Batman Superman theatrical cut. It's like, yeah. I don't care. I only saw it that one time in the movie theater. I will never watch it again because the Actually, ultimate cut. Though. What's that? I remember all the parts that are, were missing. Yes, exactly. You know, and and same with this, where there's stuff, everything that was happening. I was like, this wasn't in the other one. I love this, you know. And but overall, I love Batman versus Superman. Oh, so do I. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's very good. Um, well, this has been an absolute delight, and I'm glad we finally got to sit down and do this. Um, I suggested doing this right after the movie, and Jesse was like, no, 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 none of that. <laughs> yeah, dude, are you kidding me? Well, <laughs> no, 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 none of that. <laughs> uh, you gotta let that simmer a little. No, and I think that we was best. We for about five minutes the right, thinking about it. It was the right <laughs> move, guys. No, 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 it was, it was better to have some time to, you know, let it marinate, and we could come back and go, yeah, yeah, and, you know, and I do hope they do more with this, and, uh. You know, hopefully, uh, we'll see, you know, everything that we have coming up, you know, with, uh, Aquaman 2, Shazam 2, Black Adam, the Batman, I the just Suicide Squad. I Shazam 2 is 2023. Those kids oh are going to be, like, senior citizens I by know. the time this movie comes out. I know. I'm it, not, I'm not okay with that. I mean, like, with the, the Harry Potter thing. movies, they were released, like, within 14 minutes of each other. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the same thing with Justice League. Say, like, things, like, start to, like, finally come together. 
they're all going to be like a little older. Like it's going to be kind of different. Yeah. So I mean, if they're going to do something, they I should mean, do it in the now. theatrical cut of Justice League, it was like a year and a half after they filmed Batman v Superman, and <laughs> Ben Affleck was already fatter. <laughs> I like was. He's like bulky though. Well, he's yeah. He's a JJ. He could throw you. I didn't say that. I mean, he's already a remember big Remember when he flipped that tire? I do. That's a movie. That's why, like, I we went to watch. Strong Vincent and flipped <laughs> that tire on the playground. Not the playground, the football field. Um, you see JJ going on a slide. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! I'm Ben Affleck. <laughs> All right, oh, folks. Good. So, uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, for this uh, Snyder Cut review. Uh, we're, we're so excited to be able to share our thoughts and our feelings. Um feelings <laughs> so we are signing off and just remember he's never fought us not us united oh, yeah. no <laughs> <laughs>